already messed up the teleprompter. Already messed up the teleprompter. Hello, welcome back, my little babies, my nerd babies. I'm MT, and this is New Rockstars. <laughs> welcome back. I'm Jessica Clemens. This is The Break Room, the daily show that keeps you updated on all nerdy news you need to know about. Right now, coming up on the show, we're... The BBW is back. You know Tommy titled that. That's Break Room Barbie Watch, and we are on the hunt. Stranger Things spinoff news, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special updates, and Miss Marvel Episode 5, which I know you guys want to talk about, and we're going to talk about. But first, let me introduce Angelica Trey. Hello. It is I, Angelica Trey. <laughs> it's good to be here. <laughs> good. Uh, you got, and yeah, everybody say that they're happy to be back. Yes. This is Eric <laughs> so <Owusu. happy. laughs> I'm happy to be oh. here. Hi everyone. Okay, good. <laughs> you Koi Koi's happy to be here. And I like your Uatu shirt. Oh, thanks, That's great. Cool. Thank you. You <laughs> <laughs> pointed to my water. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I said something I about like, this thing. You're like, oh, thanks so much. I was very confused for a second. I was like, I guess we're matching. Is that a Yeah. Like you rolled with it, and yeah. I appreciate that. Is that another that. word for water? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to add a really fun fact. There was one time on Rogue Theory where Eric Voss was like, video gamer, and I was like, hi, Angelica <laughs> <laughs> Troy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so now the show's live, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> live. Yeah. Uh, as as we usually do, as you know, we have the reverse swear jar. So as soon as we break a hundred, you guys get to choose who gets to curse at you if you want, or just curse Angel An Angelica. Or just don't curse me, please. Curse Angelica <laughs> out. Uh, if you guys, if you break a hundred and vote for me, I'm gonna curse Angelica out. I know you guys want to see that. But first, also, I keep saying, but first, let's get into the headlines. Let's get into the headlines, baby. Woo woo. Let's get into the headlines. Miss Marvel episode five dropped at midnight. Um, we're coming back. Oh, <laughs> why would you put this like this in the teleprompter? Uh, Miss Marvel episode five dropped at midnight. We're coming back to it. Put your questions in the chat, just as a reminder. Uh, James Gunn answered a fan's question on Twitter by confirming that the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special would, of course, have an awesome mix. Do you think it's gonna be better than Stranger Things? I think it has such a cool potential because it's like holiday themed. So yeah. inherently yeah. it's got like a vibe, like a tone. So I feel like it's gonna like a now album. Like now that's what I call holiday music. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like not chill. Like no, oh, it's gotta be like classic rock though. So yeah, classic like, rock. There's some like holiday Elvis hits. holiday hits. Yeah. There's some like 50s holiday yeah. hits. Yeah. You know, it's like it's they don't have, um, it's, I think the band was The Waitress, the Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. If that's not I can see the dance off right now. There it is. That would be nice. 100% that's gonna be in there. Yeah. Are you gonna? On the right track? Right no, right no, on the track. Oh, oh. <laughs> if we get 100, okay. Angelica's going to sing the full song. Right. Uh, I said it. She's going to do it. And then uh, I'm going to get cursed out. Big I'm sorry. I just have to. Um, in an interview with the Rolling Stone, Thor Love and Thunder director Taika Waititi revealed that he asked Natalie Portman to be the star in his Star Wars movie. Portman politely declined as she had previously spent seven years <laughs> filming her role as Padme in the prequels. Do we forget that she's Padme? I think that, and this is, I'm so sorry, internet at large, uh, I think that Tyke has the same experience I do where I go like, yeah, Star Wars, you know, those three. <laughs> you just don't, you don't I just, acknowledge? I really, really like the ones that I grew up with. Mm. And then there's some other ones. That and nostalgia. then sometimes there's a TV show. Mm -hmm. So I think Tyke might just be in a like, Let's make our first new Star Wars movie in a while. I don't know. Um, yeah, I grew up with the the uh, kind of first episode one, two, three. Oh, really? You know? and, I mean, I had seen four, five, six okay. earlier than that. But, you know, 
some people grew up with, you know. And I think that's the generation thing. Because yeah. I, like, I remember I saw episode one, like, in theaters, but I was, like, 11. Um, yeah. And so, like, it wasn't the formative thing that watching Empire was for my family. So mm. we just replayed oh. Jedi and Empire. So, like, the prequels drifted into the obscurity. Like, gotcha. I think we saw yeah. them once, so, whereas, like, the OG. So I think Taika just, you know. Well, the prequels are so memeable, though. They you are. Know, they yeah, have that, that, you know, factor. And I do love so. that they're getting their time in the sun now. Like, yeah. I think it's really special that, like, that generation's, the, we're the suits now. Like, mm. the people that grew up with those are the producers mm. making the art. So it's interesting that, like, Taika's, you know, like, 10, 20 years older than us, so he doesn't have the same attachment. So it's not his Star Wars. So she hasn't done those movies. Yeah. Okay. So Come on in, Natalie Portman. <laughs> 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 yeah. Went right over her Taika head. Taika forgot. That's all that, that happened. All those seven years are completely <laughs> wasted now. Rosario Dawson says Osaka uh, show will be a standalone from Rebels saying, quote, a lot of people have not seen Rebels. It's great for them to have seen it, but we've got a standalone chapter as it is. Does this mean the show won't focus on her search for Ezra? Mm. Do we think it will? I want it to. I, I but, but maybe that's just me. Is, am I the only person that would want that? I want Ezra yeah. to be. I want to approach Ezra uh, because when looking, at, we had to do it for WikiLeaks once, and I was like, oh, it'd be nice to see him again, and also her the relationship. I just now that she's an adult, I want to see how she feels about everybody. Yeah. Right? I think that's like the goal of the show is to like get the emotional, like you have more time, right? So mm -hmm. that'd be a character you'd want to spend more time getting the emotional mm -hmm. resonance for. So I'd, I'd want that. I'd want mm -hmm. that, but maybe he's not going to be in there. I just, hear me out, Star Wars. I wanted Darth Maul and Kenobi. Mm -hmm. Give me, <laughs> give me one thing. Oh, God. Oh, maybe <laughs> They've moved on. Darth Maul, is it? Who? Uh, Maul? Is it meal? Was there like a snack? <laughs> this is like Vader's brother of some oh, kind. Or like Darth, Darth Knoll, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but like Spider-Leg <laughs> spider -like Maul would be dope. Like I was saying, the first Star Wars episode we did together, like I want Spider-Leg Maul to be in Kenobi yeah. too, and I want oh. Vader to have his own show. Like I want Kenobi to be on his own little adventure. I want like a like a religious allegory for the Jedi. I mm -hmm. want Vader to just be a boss, and I want Maul to come back all Spider-Leggy. There you go. Mm -hmm. We want Spider-Leg. That's what the fans want. <laughs> we want Spider-Legs. Spider <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Disney making those gams. I want Give them the gams. gams. Give me eight of those legged freaks. Uh, it's time for what you guys almost have been waiting for. Uh, BBW, the break room Barbie watch. Barbie uh, has added industry star Marissa Bella to cast in a mystery role. Ooh. There's a lot of people in this. This is who she is. There's a lot of people in this. A lot of people in this. Almost too many. <laughs> Almost too many. So many cameos are coming. Um, yeah. We need to make a graphic for BBW uh, <laughs> Break Room Barbie one. I don't know if we there want that yeah. graphic. There are graphics for BBW on the internet. Yeah. Okay. Really? Okay. Safe search. Should we, should we pull <laughs> a couple up? <laughs> should we pull a couple up? Hey, John, can you, you, uh, real quick, can you Google that? <laughs> Who's first? Let that go. <laughs> yeah. You guys, uh, Koi's canceled. <laughs> Koi's canceled. Uh, Netflix has announced the creation of the Duffer Brothers' new Upside Down Studios. I wonder if you guys have seen it. Look at the logo. Uh, I tweeted that it's too close to Imagine Dragons album. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you scroll up a little bit more? I'm yes. oh, sorry. Um, and along with a bunch of other new projects, including a new live action series adaptation of Death Note, the Japanese manga and anime series originally written by uh, Sugomi Oba <laughs> and illustrated by Takashi Abata. Uh, they, I'll leave my quarrels out of this. Uh, they've done Death Note before. 
and I did not like it. The Wait, who's yeah. they? Netflix. Netflix. Netflix okay. did a live action one with uh, Wolf, Alex Wolf. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that and it was a comedy. It was really fun. Yeah, it was, <laughs> very, <laughs> it was very funny. I um, had a lot of laughs. I think my, my thing about it is like, I feel like Death Note's close to a lot of people. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you did it. Like it's been done and it didn't do it well. And I don't know if I can trust again, yeah. but I did love Willem Dafoe. Uh, he did a very good job and I, I hope they bring it back. He was mm. great, I yeah. It's like a good opportunity for Netflix to be like, we listened, we're sorry. Yes. And then like the Duffer Brothers are like, we know what to That's, do with the like, kid theme. Yes. So like it's a smart, mm. it's a smart. And I trust the Duffer Brothers enough to, I was like, Good hands. And Netflix hands. trusts the Duffer Brothers enough to throw some money at it. Yeah. Like, that's the trick, is you get, like, the actual, like, shh, we're not going to listen, just go. And then you, like, play in that world, because they own both. They mm. own the Duffers now with this this imprint, and they own the rights to it, so 100%. Yeah. make that magic baby. I, I figured they probably have that trust in the Duffer Brothers, and the Duffer Brothers probably don't want to ruin their streak mm -hmm. of amazing, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. shows. So I'm sure they're very confident in this. Let's see, fingers crossed, because we know anime hasn't really had the best live action adaptation yeah. so far. It's like the new video game thing. We're finally yeah. getting some good video game yeah. movies with Sonic and like mm -hmm. Sonic and Sonic And some too, series. And, and, and we're getting there. But anime that. still, yeah. we'll, let's yeah. see about anime adaptation. I was, I was trying to think about this. You guys in the chat, tell me what live action anime adaptation you like, because I, I, I was, it was hard for me to recognize it, um, or, or hard for me to think of any. Yeah. Uh, but maybe I'm just, my scope is, the and only it's awesome Justin Chatwin is Goku, come on, Dragon yeah. Ball Z, that magnum opus of cinema. Yeah, and there then was we got a, Avatar. Yeah. yeah, there was only one live action that I really liked, and it was erased, but there was a live action version, I think it was Korean, if I remember correctly, but they did it basically the show almost scene for scene, line for line. And so that was the only one See? I actually liked. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like Speed Racer, Wachowskis. Oh yeah. Oh, I like Speed Racer. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, that was a good that that one. I guess, I haven't watched, yeah. I didn't watch the live action It's insane, Speed Racer, it's yeah. like maximum maximalism. Like it's like, like you know minimalist film, this is the in, the, the inverse. It's just so much at you this all at once. color and, and speed, right. yeah. That's yeah. That's Ghost in the Shell though, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, not Ghost in the Shell. I'm also getting not Cowboy Bebop. No. Uh, you guys are right. Someone said none. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be done. Hasn't been done. Uh, Can't be you, done. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I needed that. Um, an original series from creators uh, Jeffrey Addis and Will Matthews, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. A series. Oh, these are the shows that they're also making on top of um, mm -hmm. Death Note. Mm -hmm. And the Stephen King, uh, The Talisman, which oh, okay. I, you guys. I love Dark Crystal, and I love Stephen King, and I think he, they would do a good Stephen King. Sorry, yeah. we'll go to the next headline. They get the 80s. They, they, they get mean? the 80s, they got it. Yeah. They, 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 get, got they get kids and that Dark Amblin flavor, and they get the 80s, so mm. all of these things are that, in that like Duffer Brothers wheelhouse. What, mm. Wasn't uh, Stranger Things kind of loosely based off of maybe first season, The Talisman? Because we actually oh, saw in one it? of the finale episodes, Lucas was reading The Talisman. <gasps> That's to Max oh, that's in the hospital, actually. Oh, I so. love this Duffer shared universe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> confirmed by Angelica Trey. I yeah. no longer will cuss her out if we. <laughs> uh, Finally redeemed thank myself. God. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a thin line, and if you uh, cross it, I'm oh, no. you back out again. Uh, a new stage play set within the world and mythology of Stranger Things. Oh, that's another thing they're doing. Um, the live action. Yeah, they're doing it all for Stranger <laughs> Things. Uh, the live-action Stranger Things spinoff series for Netflix based on an original idea by the Duffer Brothers. They are doing everything, and they are doing the most. Great. Good to know. We did our headlines. Now we're getting into what you guys have come for, our thumbnail. Um, <laughs> our Ms. Marvel. 
It's episode five. It's episode five. I saw two, and I was like, we'll see. We'll see how this yeah. Goes. <laughs> so if I, uh, check the tape. Unlike, unlike Tommy, I'm like, <laughs> if it, I'm literally, you guys, we have teleprompters here. I am 100% uh, Will Ferrell and Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did the opposite. Yeah. Ron Burgundy, you're like, I won't do this Go. again. I've learned yeah. my San Diego lesson. That's <laughs> four. Not going to say it. Um, yeah. So. Ms. Marvel episode five dropped last night and we got a ton of Kamala's family history, a little bit of healing, but honestly a whole lot of more questions that need to be answered. This, this episode I love so much because it got into the history of the partition, which I truly didn't know too much about until this show. I had to like research a lot and everyone I encouraged to do the same. Uh, this along with like Moon Knight, these are shows that have a lot of history that we should be looking into um, and then also connecting it to the MCU afterwards. So one of our questions that we need to know is what do we think of the DODC wants within enhanced individuals? Because we think that with the ending, sorry, spoiler, we have the bars up that uh, the DODC shows up last minute in the episode, mm -hmm. right? Blows yeah. up the building, yep. right? It was mm -hmm. the... The convenience store. The drones. Yeah, the drones yeah, yeah, the drones, right? Yeah. It mm -hmm. like fell off and shot through. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think they want with enhanced individuals? I got a long rant. You guys want to go first? I got a whole thing. <laughs> He's going to steal you, your guys' thunder. You know what? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, you go. Set the tone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Set I think the DODC is the big overarching villain that leads to Young Avengers because I think oh. the way this ends is we're gonna see that Civil War failed the legislative side, right? Like we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they tried to make a Civil War, they tried to you know, make people register, that didn't work. Because of the events of Civil War, I think those same bodies wanna still try to regulate superheroes, they're gonna do it the way by going with younger people. So instead of regulating, all people are gonna say like, oh, if you're under 18, you've gotta register as a superhero, it's, it's not uh, safe for you. Like okay. in the comic books, we've had multiple storylines where like the youth were the way they got that law kind of passed. And in the comic books, uh, Kamala gets hurt, Miss Marvel herself, and they call it Kamala law. So why she's in the hospital in a coma, they're literally using her name against her and her friends. They're saying it's mm -hmm. Kamala's law, you've got to be registered, you got to do this and that. So I think the thing that are going to bring the Young Avengers together is they're going to try to pass this law, probably in She-Hulk, which is the next Marvel property to come out, which is in August, and they're going to try to pass this thing that makes it illegal to be a young superhero using her name against her, and the events of this are going to set up what's going to be the overarching story that is the Phase 4 that people think is so incongruent. Okay, I agree with you. I have nothing to say that's bad, Okay, but let me say one thing. <laughs> that's how I say um, praise and polish. I I agree, but I also think they're going to have such strong ties to She-Hulk. I think it's going to show... Do we have the timeline on this whiteboard still? I hope so, because it was art we made. Okay, I'll just... We'll just guess. Well, I don't know where... I'm trying to remember where She-Hulk will be on the timeline, but I want, like, how we had Daredevil show up in um, Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. I want She-Hulk mm. to show up in this once, like, Cameron or... That's what I'm thinking, it. is we so tie it all I, them together, and yeah. DODC, if you've got a character that's doing legal, you want legal ramifications with a government entity. And you've got both set up by way of DODC, and you, it's fun because it's using Stark Tech. Like those drones yeah. are Stark Tech and Mysterio Stark Tech. Tech. Mm -hmm. so all comes back to abuse of power. Yeah, it works. Someone in the chat, people in the chat, were saying DODC are Cree. Does oh. that sound like a possible a possibility? Or at least I don't think the mm. entire DODC, but one of them. You don't think that man? I think could that main be? dude could be because he's definitely out there being nefarious, and he's like, I know. The people want to John. see John Costa. Here he is. He's here. John. But like they're definitely getting in the room everybody's business, and they're definitely like a problem. And I could see that being a thing with the Screen Curl War that's coming in Secret mm. Invasion, which mm. is next year. Yes. Yeah. I'm so bad. I always There's ask Brandon lot. for the yeah. I feel like oh god, there it is. Oh, there yes. is. This is okay. the one we made. We made it. This is nice. The, okay, but is that the the one that they put on the MCU website? Yeah, but this is I just like how Loki's just sideways. Well, yeah, because honestly, what <laughs> yeah. And she Hulk isn't even on here yet. Okay, so <laughs> all right, all that work for nothing. I'm so sorry, John. Great um, visual though. 
uh, it, it mom. <laughs> it mom. It mom. Um, so I, I, I slightly agree. Mm-hmm. Um, what? So we think that. Okay, I want to hear from you too. Too. What do we think the DODC's end game is? Like, what's the point? We have one episode left. Where are they gonna get? Well, I feel like this is gonna be a lot of. It's it's a lot of just like about control and stuff, and I. I get the sense that we're going to try to tie into maybe some, you know, Captain Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out where everything fits in there. Um, but now I'm just thinking of, of Koi's, like, whole thing, too. It also that. establishes the idea of, of heroes not necessarily as heroes. And that yeah. would set the tone for Thunderbolts. And that would long game set the tone for X-Men. This is all leading to X-Men. So you have this. <laughs> all we care about is X-Men here. <laughs> this is happening. We'll talk about it. Yeah. It's coming. Okay. It, no, 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 no. I'm saying keep going. I, <laughs> we're, we're straying from the questions that they phrase. This is everyone and people in the chat have been saying X-Men too. So we talked about in the comics how it was the Terrigen Mist that like kind of awoken her powers. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the comics was like definitely X-Men. They were mutants. Um, and so do you think when she sacrificed herself to give Cameron powers that that could be loosely tied to the Terrigen Mist? Come on. She yeah. was a human that walked into a thing that was misting and died. It looked too close to it. Like, it looked too similar to... She got merged by mist. From, yeah. It wasn't mist, it was electricity. Yeah, but it was... It was yeah. And also, okay, so... <laughs> you guys in the chat, do you, do you agree with this? Because I was not... I don't know, and I don't think they're trying to hit it so soon. Does that She's an inhuman. She's an inhuman. I think. What's sooner I, than now? I think you're right. That's the problem. I come on, you're right. I, I think you're also Comron is a new human, which is like a, a variation on an inhuman, and Comron okay. now has his powers. Yeah, and okay, and to add on to this, in the in the comic books, Cameron's powers are literally kind of mimicked of Emma Frost. He's like uh, Gambit. Yeah. Emma Frost had a baby. Yeah, Emma. Yeah, yeah. yes, one hundred percent. So I love that his powers are just like the same crystals that. But and then that's also what kind of deters me is that he still has like the same powers now. Of Kamala without the bre- without the bangle, which is why mm-hmm. I think she's an inhuman, and that's like just something to hone it. I think that's yeah. more of like a tool. It's like an antenna. Kind yeah. Of thing. Mm-hmm. yeah, like if you have good eyesight, you add glasses, just enhances you. I think okay. it's just an enhancer. Mm. Okay, Personally. people are saying no mist yet, Jessica. It was mist adjacent, no mist. It was mist, and I'm getting a lot of mist. So you guys agree with me or not? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make a poll because I see a lot of both yeah, options. Can you make a poll whether or not we think uh, Dobson, uh, however you want to write it, Mister No Mist. <laughs> Mr. No Miss, do we think this is actually the Terrigen agent to get us to the X-Men, or do we think this is just not? Well, because the X-Men are, are I think, going to come from the Eternals. I think we set up a world mm-hmm. where we've already had like enhanced beings over hundreds and hundreds of years, and I think that may be in conjunction with the blip mm-hmm. activated X-Genes, because the X-Genes are going to have to be very different than the Mist. You want it to be yes, exactly. something you're born with, which is why yeah. I think the visual of the Mist is important to separate the Inhumans. I think that's the mistake Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. made, was we didn't feel as big of a difference. Like They couldn't say mutants, so we didn't have the ability to, mm-hmm. to differentiate them. Because remember, we were calling them like miracle yeah. children back then. Right. So it's important, I think, that now we can say mutants. And I also think this ties into like the visual, like I talked about last time, the costumes are now more comic accurate. So when you've got things like That's mutants true. that are going to look That's much true. more extravagant, like our next Wolverine's going to wear the cowl. It's going to off. Yeah, like, 100%. And I think that you can do more Kirby in humans visuals. So I think now's the time. I think it's coming. I, think, I don't think you're wrong. And also it's it would make sense for like uh, the the future of the MCU to like even make a subtle nod because it's like, we can always come back to it. Yeah. We can always come back to it. But then I would just be hate. I would be really upset if they just don't acknowledge it again. Either way. Is Najma real? Is Najma really dead? Do we think she's really dead? 
I think she's gone. Uh, she uh, crumbled and her skeleton came all out, and I think there's no coming back from that. <laughs> you don't think that skeleton's yeah. gonna come we back? We saw no. the body, right? Yeah, it's if not gonna be a Michael body, Jackson you don't know ghost situation. Body. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, she's not coming back and dancing. But is she skeleton. in Cameron? Like, that's what I'm yeah. okay. I think she's body jumper. Ba, ba, what? Ba, ba. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think her physical I, form's gone. I think she's. I. I think Koi's onto something. I think that because in the um, comics, Cameron is also evil. Yep. Um, and I think him. I think he's gonna become evil from two things. One, his mom's dead, and that's yeah. gonna be like he's gonna blame Kamala for yeah, that. Yeah, he's gonna blame yeah. Kamala yeah. for that. Um, and then two, she's gonna be. Matt, her soul master. is gonna be in. Yeah, puppet I think master. She's playing him a little bit. So I think. Mm. He still has that anger, so I think he's just it, he absorbed it. I think he'll he'll have his newfound powers, and then he'll obviously blame her for his mom's death in this final episode. I think, but like, or in the finale. But at the same time, I think that it was just kind of like, a, what is it? Energy can't be created nor destroyed. Created nor destroyed. It just, it just yeah. sort of transferred because mm -hmm. she had to put it somewhere. And I don't know, maybe Cameron will now be also like a portal or something. But um. I, I don't know if he'll be puppeteered. I yeah. don't know. That's just too creepy for me. I agree with that. I don't think she's like <laughs> My mom is in, in, you know, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be like a multiverse of madness type body jumping yeah. type thing. I think it just, she transferred her powers to him. It's a little Maybe, too spooky. Yeah, might get some of her like <laughs> nefarious energy, but not exactly like, like do on, what like, I, yeah. Voices I, and stuff. A little mm -hmm. corrupt him? Yeah, oh, a little bit. I, uh, mm -hmm. I think corrupt is more better than possessed. It's yeah. like Good word. <laughs> Good word. Thank Look, you. Now you're straying in that line of me cussing you out very well. Uh, you've <laughs> gone back two steps. Now I'm not going to do it. Um, we have someone asking too, why was he still wandering the jail still? And I think it's just because he couldn't get out. He didn't have help. And he wasn't. Uh, and it now wasn't he has in, powers, so maybe he busted out. Well, did he actually get out or was it an alley? I, I thought he was in an alley when uh, he got his powers. Because we ended the episode with his mom being like, you can't come with us. Yeah. You betrayed me. And he was like, chain. No, oh, before when he got the, the alley out. where he got his powers, and he did that like Scarlet Witch, uh, sorry, the uh, Black Widow land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You guys caught that, mm -hmm. and then he saw his hand. So that, that people are thinking he was still in that tunnel from the last episode, but you're saying yeah. he was in a new I alley. I thought he was in an alley. I thought he got out because they mm -hmm. did get out technically. They got to the stairs, but she was like, "You stay back. You stay mm -hmm. back." Uh, sorry, going back to our questions on hand. Um, and also, I kind of do want to answer this question that someone presented um, was, oh, who's the bad guy of the series? Because that's a really hard question. I think those two. I think it's Kamran and DODC. Mm. Okay, good. Because if like, you look at the way the story's been built, it's all about family. And he's been jealous of her, how close-knit her, like, the family is. Like, the big difference between them two is how attached to her family she is reluctantly. And now she's embraced her family. He was attached through nefariousness, yeah. and now he's severed from family. So now you've got the impetus for villainy. Mm. Oof, okay. Good origin like story. family right? tie. Yeah, right? the whole show is about family. Yeah. Like Fast and Furious. <laughs> family. And now he's lost family. his, and now he's like John Cena. Mm. So he's yeah. making more money than everybody yes. else. He's showing he's up successful. and everywhere, doing a lot of make wishes. Nice guy, just oh doing the work. God. No, but like I think that he's gonna feel betrayed twice over because now he's got these powers as another chance. Also in Marvel, mm. they often do that, like your villain is just your power set in reverse thing. So yeah. visually, they even work as enemies. Mm. And then the DODC is the overarching Phase Four villain. I think it's ultimately the DODC only because I think they're trying to find the Inhumans to do if um, if uh, Agent Cleary is a Cree. Or a scroll, scroll. either way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if he's a scroll um, or a bad scroll, I want him to be actually just looking for Inhumans to mm. get on their side before 
decrease scroll yeah, one. Yeah, the, the war happens. Yeah. Um, also, because it's like this entire time they're just searching for inhumans. Do you think they're gonna put them in jail? But actually, they're gonna like use them. Well, that's yeah. what I think. Like Kevin Feige said that we've been planting seeds. All of Phase Four is consistent. We know what we're doing. Which I the, I don't know why people are like Marvel doesn't know what they're doing. Like they've built you a fifteen year plan. Yeah. But I do think we're gonna have a lot of scroll reveals. Maybe even as soon as Comic Con, and that's gonna set up Secret Invasion, which is gonna set up the Kree Scroll War, which I think alongside Young Avengers, Dark Avengers, and Thunderbolts is okay. the big arc. Okay, perfect. Comic-Con's in like two weeks. Yep. Oh my God, I'm gonna be so mad not being here. Yep, it's a lot. (laughs) And there's a lot of content coming out. And Mm -hmm. something you said earlier had me thinking, uh, you mentioned the Thunderbolts, Mm -hmm. and the DODC might just be trying to find these young, super-powered individuals to try to maybe recruit yes. for the Thunderbolt. Because we already have, what, five of them? Like, yeah. throughout the other so shows? So instead of like trying to lock them up or register them, I think they're trying to recruit them, just get them oh, primed and ready. God, and that way they are. Because yeah. I'm also hearing that like in the comic books uh, right now, uh, Fisk was just the mayor. So he had his own team of superheroes that were like basically mercenaries. Mm. That would totally play in the in the shows and movies right now if you've got like this evil super team as being assembled by Seinfeld Girl. Mm-hmm. And like you've got this <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Yeah. Okay, so sorry to Seinfeld Julia, Julia. 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 I'm so close. Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Julia. Julia. I say Julie, but it's Julia. It's Julia. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's recruiting people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do think those parallel. Like, I think the Young Avengers are going to come up at the same time Thunderbolts are. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. You guys, go ahead in the chat, sound off with any more questions you have for Miss Marvel, and we will yell them at you. <laughs> um, but now, on to our greatest part, the ads. Um, oh, actually, these are fun ads. You guys stay. Coming <laughs> 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 on Fun New Rockstars this week. Uh, after the break room, our Stranger Things breakdown by Whitney Van Lanningham is going to drop. And I know you guys talked about uh, Stranger Things yesterday, and I'm very upset because I wanted to be there to say, who called it on uh, Metallica? You yep, called it. Right. You mm-hmm. called it. Yep. Very good. You called it. I was um, really proud of that. That was a good like, call. Tonally, I was like, okay, it's got to be something in this vein. Okay, what year was it? And I used like my the only Sherlock I got is Pop Culture. I'm so dumb at figuring <laughs> out real world stuff, but puppets I got. You did it. You did master. Uh, a puppet. Master, master puppets. Yeah, master puppets by master. Metallica. Master, Master. Um, which I've been listening to all day. I'm part of the Spotify. It's a good one. Like they're trending again. Yeah, it went number one. That song. They said it's 36 years old, and it went number one. The power of Stranger Things. The power of of these series, because it also boosted up Kate Bush's running the hill. Six years ago was also Top Gun one. We're living specifically in 1986 again, y'all. We can't get out of the 80s. I love it. Bring it. It's the greatest decade. Yep. It birthed. Most of us, Lost? maybe? Yeah. We're not going to age ourselves. No, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Far from, I was born in 2001. There you go. Um, <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was born in 2001, everybody. My brain just thought Space Odyssey, and I was like, you're the baby. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, we have the Miss Marvel episode 5 breakdown, but I, is it tomorrow, John? Yeah, yeah it is tomorrow. Ooh. We have the Miss Marvel episode 5 breakdown, where we get really in-depth with it. Friday is our Thor ending explain, so spoilers, ahoy! Oh, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> um, we have our Thor Love and Thunder Explain and also the boys underground finale with me. Uh, Saturday is our Thor Love and Thunder breakdown. So to make sure you can see Thor on Thursday or Friday and then come back to us and get the actual breakdown with spoilers in it from Eric Ross. Now it's on to something that we all love more than anything. It's mandatory fun! Put my graphic! B word! <laughs> I felt it. I know. We haven't earned it yet. We yep. haven't hit 100. Only halfway. Look here. I can't hack it, but you can play me that graphic. Play it again. <laughs> I have to scream like Tommy. Um, and let me tell you, Tommy is much better at this. Uh, he, he just is. He's better than me. He's a good screamer. Because he plays it for three. Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
like it. Yeah. 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 You channeled mm-hmm. in some Tommy there. Mm-hmm. I did. Tommy, I love you. Um, need you in my life again. In a recent interview, if you guys have been watching this chaotic world, in a recent interview with Empire, James Cameron <laughs> did not hold back <laughs> talking about internet trolls with the criticism to uh, Avatar 2. He says, the trolls will have, I get to curse because it's in the prompter. The trolls will, uh, I uh, get to, uh, the trolls will have it that nobody gives a shit. You guys, give, hear me on number four. Send it. <laughs> Send in some super chats. Everybody look away. You guys look away. Send in some super chats because I need to curse out Angelica. <laughs> the trolls have it, will have it that nobody gives a shit and they can't remember the characters' names or one damn thing about what happened in the movie. He goes on and adds, then they see the movie again and go, oh, excuse, okay, excuse me. Let me just shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> so I'm not worried about that. James Cameron is a menace right now. He's yeah. like, you guys can talk whatever you want about Avatar 2, but I'm... I, I'm, it's coming. Five yeah. installments. <laughs> <Yeah>. For better <laughs> or for worse. Made good, luck. Yeah. good luck, boy. Good Who ma- James Cameron literally treats every interview like, remember the two highest grossing films? I made them both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's such, it's Did so, he mic drop at the end of that? No, I, I'm sure he has. He also, <laughs> wasn't he like searching the bottom of the ocean for stuff? Did you just, <laughs> he just takes yeah. five years off and he like does whatever he, does, he wants, yeah, comes he back, makes a billion dollars, heads out, makes five years of whatever he wants. Oh, anyway, whoops, I spent my billy. Yeah. It's like a really chill Lex Luthor. He's like, ah, I'll figure it it's out. I'll come it. back, handle it. I, yeah. but go off, James. Go off as much as you want. So for today's mandatory fun, we're telling off the trolls James Cameron style, baby. I don't need those super chats for you guys to go off if you don't want to. <laughs> right. But we're going to give them off uh, James Cameron style. So we all picked a franchise. We're going to tell exactly how, like Mr. Cameron himself, should handle their trolls. Who wants to go first? Because I can always go first if you want an example. I'll go first. You want to go first? I'll go first. Go off, James Cameron. All right. The franchise I'm going to defend to the death is the Rush Hour franchise. Yes, I said it. Fuck you if you don't like Rush Hour. Chris Tucker is a masterful genius. We already know Jackie Chan is the GOAT. Rush Hour 1, 2, 3, fantastic, flawless movies. I don't care that they haven't aged well and that the jokes are offensive. <laughs> That's part of their charm. And I'll defend them oh my <laughs> to the God. death. Yes, I said it on the internet. I said it with my chest. Oh, we also just right. threw $100, so now we got that freedom. We just got a $50 super chat. Oh, so, nice. Oh, okay. Guys, <laughs> Somebody was feeling me. That was, that was your perfect time right there. That was right. my support. There it is. I'm going I'm to allow you guys to vote yeah. in the chat who gets to curse away. Mm. Um, I'm not trying to vote. I'm not trying to say Jessica, but if it is me. But do we get to curse about <laughs> trolls? Is that separate? I think that's yeah. separate. Okay, I just want to this be sure. one you Are can curse separate? out someone in the audience. Okay, uh, I can curse out Angelica. Yep, specifically. Um, <laughs> <I understand. laughs> All Angelicas, any Angelica in the world. Uh, <laughs> Wait, oh, we just go for it. Oh no, poll, just go for it. Um, look here, Angelica. I fucking love you. Oh. I love you most of the fucking time. Most of the time. 80% of the time, you're a fucking delight. Greatest bitch I've ever had in my life. I, I say bitch in a confirmative way because I am a bitch. I'm like, hey, my bitch. Uh, hey, what's up, bitch? Uh, hey, bitch, get over here. 
Uh, <laughs> and Angelica, you make me so goddamn happy. Except for when you bleep my fucking curse. <laughs> 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 I gotta throw you out the window. And I, after this show, I'm throwing you through that glass. Uh, what? <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't make the rules. But yeah, I okay, that was the poll, actually. <laughs> oh. Where we're throwing you through the glass. <laughs> who wants glass. to go? Who wants to go next? I, 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 got, I got one. You got one? Uh, now, I'm gonna do my franchise in a second. It's not as franchise as much as it is a type of movie. But before I get to the specificity, I wanna go broad strokes. <laughs> Fuck trolls. Because what you're doing is you're looking at art that thousands of people put hundreds of thousands of hours into, and you're deciding that it doesn't line up to what you wanted, and then you're having a problem with it. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, any movie's a miracle. At the end of the day, any TV show or book or play or anything is a product of art and love to entertain you. And if you spend what little time on this earth you have using that to be negative, using that to downplay people, using that to, worst of all, insult people that enjoyed it, mm-hmm. fuck you. So trolls Ooh. in general, I think there's no place for them. I think we've we've ruined the internet. The internet is a beautiful way to connect and it's a beautiful way to find each other and to share in bonds of happiness. And it's a way that we can share all information and entertainment that mankind has ever developed. And we use it to go like, fuck Marvel, fuck Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. It is the most clear cut example of how humanity has failed is when you click on a hashtag. So fuck those people. And I hope they find the happiness they clearly don't have. And I hope they find the whole that they can fill with the love that they didn't get from their parents, and they mm. can find whatever they want to enjoy. But mine is Fight Club. Sorry about Fight Club. <laughs> uh, Fight Club is a movie that is got the worst PR campaign in the world. Fight Club is a movie where the antagonist is toxic masculinity, and toxic dudes love it. So the people that it's making fun of don't realize that it's their thing. Mm. The movie is in itself written by a gay man as an outlet to vent his frustration at not feeling like he can fight or feel masculine. It's a teardown of capitalism. It's a teardown of the very thing it's meant to be, and it's made by a major film studio. They basically got a a movie studio that was making a lot of art that was the thing it was making fun of, put a Starbucks ad in every frame to make fun of that capitalism, and then made the ending a thing that bros embraced so much they didn't realize they were the ones looking in the mirror being made fun of. But unfortunately, over the last 23 years, the wrong voices of support have made people not realize that's what the movie is, which is a highbrow piece of incredible art, masterfully written, masterfully acted, masterfully directed, that should be revered and not misunderstood. Fight Club is perfect. Mm. There you go. Right. Um, and I know you guys were like, ooh, that coy high, and now you're going to... Uh, have a downer with me. <laughs> uh, I'm that cold glass of water when you're drunk. Get ready for this James Cameron rant uh, because mine is for Paranormal Activity. I'm a horror fan. Love horror. Love scary things. Honestly, this is kind of an like a, a blanket statement for all the like all of them. Like um, The Conjuring, uh, Paranormal Activity, uh, the the every Annabelle. Annabelle, all of those, right? Babadook. Okay. I'm at the Babadook. Oh no, the <laughs> Does the Babadook get trolls? No. Uh, yeah, I was no. like, people It like got co-opted as the queer icon. Yeah, <laughs> but so that was we, don't troll, like, we don't troll that. What's, yeah. that. what's that one that's like the itsy bitsy man? What was that one? <laughs> Excuse me. No, she wait, wait, no, 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 let her, let her finish. <laughs> let her finish right this second. I just what remember just the meme. Say? It was like, it was something something man, but it sounded very immature. Some people made memes and it was like the pee-pee-poo-poo man. <laughs> Do you, does anyone remember this? Is this the guy you put in your cup in King's Cup? Yeah, the Bits of Man? You mean Turn Back the Boys? What was that movie that people memed it so hard? I don't know. It's a Bitsy Man. Someone in chat help her with the itty bitty. We're not talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp? It's a Bitsy Man. It's a Bitsy Man. Someone help, I gotta know. Yeah, now I'm curious. Poo-poo, pee-pee, man. Jeez, okay, while I finish, you guys in the chat try to guess what this is. Okay, 
from all my horror fans. If I was the director for these movies, this is what I'd say to the trolls. You love being scared. We all know there's a science to being scared, you little bitch. And just because it's a jump scare doesn't mean you're not gonna fucking enjoy it. Don't go to your friends talking shit about my movies because you still paid to go see it. And I know you're gonna steal it as soon as it drops on Netflix. <laughs> Look here, at least I can afford my Netflix, you piece of crap. I'm assuming this is me as James Cameron. I can afford to get my Netflix subscription, unlike you. So I'm gonna actually watch it and give people money. Oh, I pooped my pants because the movie was so bad. Shut the fuck up. The movie was really good. And also, how are we going to act like ghosts don't scare people? Ghosts are the most scariest things in movies. We all saw Poltergeist. You out of your mind if you're not afraid of ghosts. And when he was walking through the baby powder, and then they woke up to the footprints of baby powders and Polter and not Poltergeist in uh, uh, Paranormal Activity, I got chills down my spine because that happened in my life. I wrote it into the movie. So if you got something to say about my ghost franchise, go fuck yourself. <laughs> James Cameron, I'm going to go to the bottom of the trenches. Okay, let's see. Uh, someone said it's pee pee pooping time, so I don't think people know what you're talking about. It was, I swear, it was. No, it's not Baba Duke. It I'm was just the movie that was out. You've been to this whole spooky scenario. No, I scenario. didn't. I is swear it's like, a thing. Is it like the snowman? John knows. Not the slender man. No. Because that's, that's a tall man. Yeah, she's saying yeah, it's she's the opposite man. way. Yeah. It was like akin to Baba Duke. I feel like. You sure it's not a Kevin Hart movie? No. <laughs> she, she's, she's a, a small man. man. No. All right. Okay, go you know on. What? I'll just go. go. Someone okay. in the comments will figure it out. All right. Um. Someone's like, what did I miss? <laughs> so much. Everything. Okay. Who doesn't love creature films? Who doesn't love the, the more hammy adaptations of these comic book characters? I think that the OG Hellboy movies are oh, amazing. 100%. Okay, you have a character that is dealing with an internal struggle. Okay, he looks like the devil. He looks like Satan, and yet he tries to do good. Because as what we've seen from things like Miss Marvel, right, is that good is not what you are, it's what you do. And Hellboy has to deal with that struggle. And that's a struggle that a lot of people have to deal with. And it's made by one of the just gods of horror and creature, uh, Del Toro. So screw all of you Hellboy haters, all right? We got a main character here, a protagonist, that's dealing with so much internal struggle, uh, fighting for everyone, and all he wants to do is smoke cigars and drink whiskey and hang out with his cats. <laughs> so Hell screw you guys. Hellboy was the first comic book series I like re I read, and I did not know that people hate on Hellboy. I didn't know either I until this moment. I the Golden Army was my one of my favorite movies. I have to out. defend the movie every time. I'm like really? Hellboy is so good. Maybe those people aren't your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. time. They got some, yeah. that, that hole. It's the troll. <laughs> hole inside mm -hmm. Go ahead in the chat, you guys, and tell us who you think won this mandatory fun and who. <laughs> I just remembered what yours was. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off strong. Yeah. Hold up. It's okay. <laughs> and if you can, again, guess what Angelica's movie is, please go off and chat about it. Uh, Somebody's let's... writing it right now. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> little tiny scary guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? It's not malignant. No, it's not malignant. I know, I kind of know what you're talking about, but I remember it being like the snowman. Something stupid. I, I can't. Yeah, it is bad. Okay. Snowman. Snowman. Uh, it's art is worth having. Art is worth having, everyone. Oh my god. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, Rotten Tomato score ranks among the lowest-rated MCU movies. 
This ties and, in nice little words. Well, you were saying, <laughs> I went off about this in the meeting, and that's why it's in here. Um, you guys, I know that I'm probably preaching to a choir. Maybe I'm not preaching to a choir. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't take reviewers so seriously because there's so many movies that you genuinely know that you love, and mm -hmm. it probably gets the worst reviews there ever is. Mm -hmm. Your joy can't be measured in other people's reviews. If yeah. we, it, I, I, this might be a, a fighting sentence, but in what, it's been a long time since. Uh, we agreed with large people making a consensus for everybody. <laughs> Correct? Am I right yeah, or am I wrong? Yeah. Exactly. We shouldn't be uh, taking reviewers so seriously. Thor Love and Thunder was one of my favorite movies because I love Thor. And I loved Thor Ragnarok. And I felt like this was Thor Ragnarok, just more emotional. So I love the gripping it had on me. And to see that people are like, this gets a 60% or whatever, yeah, or what yeah. have you, yeah. doesn't turn, should not turn you away from it. Yeah, I know that we're all MCU heads, so we're going to go see the movie regardless just for the like sake of knowing what's happening, but you should mm -hmm. go and see it because you genuinely like the movie. Uh, the movie is good. Don't let these reviewers take it away from you. Don't let it take away from us because, hey, we're all in Hollywood trying to make a living, and yep. if reviews ever like turned, uh, turned you guys away from us, you guys wouldn't know who we were. Yeah, sure. I think it's really important to find your voice in a reviewer, right? So like, mm -hmm. find someone that you identify with most of the time. You're never yeah. going to agree with them all the time, but I think looking at a consensus, like you're saying, like I don't agree with the masses much. Yeah. So I think right. it's like finding your, like the Rotten Tomato score is like, mm -hmm a colorized version of a black and white photo. Yeah. They're just making broad strokes out of a consensus. It's literally yeah. a pass-fail, mm -hmm. and then you look at the tomato that is in color and go like, this is successful or not, <laughs> and that's ridiculous, it's art. So maybe find a reviewer or five, but not looking at the consensus, because you don't know what those people's lives are. And then yeah. on top of not knowing their lives, it's it's the people that get the, uh, uh, the like, um, that get to be the critics because mm -hmm. there's the fan reviews and then there's the critic reviews. It's the same with the like Academy Awards. You have to be an Academy Award like person to vote in the Academy Awards. And the numbers for that are so drastic and different from like age to diversity to everything. Just people that watch movies and people that just watch TV. So you can't follow the entire consensus. Yeah. Following one person is good. Like, and also when people give like Eric Voss, for example, when he gives you reviews, he generally tells you like the movie's great. You guys need to go see it. Mm -hmm. So so many people work so hard for it. For remember that we watched the post credit scenes to see what is there, but those millions of names did a lot of work. And like mm -hmm. I, I consider a critic an insult for me. For like I yeah. respect critics, but if someone calls me a critic, I'm like no, oh, fuck that. Oh, yeah. Like I'm a hype man. I carry that boombox <laughs> to the Beastie Boys. Like I'm happy yeah. with it. Like I'm in the background of the music video going like yes, because yeah. yes. I want to support art. So if there's a movie I don't particularly like, I can still find things in it I like, and you'll notice I talk about that. Yeah. But I won't talk crap about a movie because there's no merit in that for me. Yeah. So exactly. I couldn't be a Rotten Tomatoes critic. I wouldn't want to be like. I didn't like the third. Mm. Like, it's just not art. Art yeah, yeah. is about an experience. And if you don't like art, it doesn't make you a bad or lesser person. I just don't understand sharing your disdain for something people worked hard to make happy. Yeah, yeah like, critic has a negative connotation yeah. as a mm. word anyway. And, like, when I talk about movies, I'm like, I liked it, I didn't like it. I don't say, it sucked, or it was the best thing ever. Yeah, you, you know? don't just write it off completely. Yeah. Or, yeah. Even things outside of my genre, like, I love the black phone. I usually don't like horror movies, mm. because I don't generally... I love black phone. It's so good, right? It's <laughs> in the top 10 I years. need to see it. But, like, that's I gotta, not yeah, on we the gotta, I, I, gotta I saw it ages ago. I saw it, like, last year. So 
Oh, it's, it's so special, but like that's not usually in my wheelhouse, right? Like I don't usually typically Koi doesn't like to be scared because the world's fucked enough. Like I don't yeah. need to put bad stuff. So in you're my, all, already walking. I don't in. need to put two hours of yeah. darkness yeah. in my 24 hours of darkness living in this world. Okay. So like yeah. I generally don't put myself there, but I left that movie going like, oh, this is a, a modicum of how I think horror fans feel. Like I liked feeling scared. I liked mm -hmm. the investment. I liked all these things. So that opened me up to something. But because of that movie experience, I might look at other horror movies differently. Mm -hmm. So it's not fair for someone to ask me my horror movie opinion if I'm mm -hmm. like. I just learned why. Yeah. You know, it's new to me. So you I know just you think just it's really Stranger Things, right? <laughs> it was a very scary season. It's very about scary. This. Yeah. But I, it's the investment of the characters that a show okay. can give me. In okay. a movie, I'm generally like, why they're running upstairs. But in, okay. in a show, yeah, I can yeah. be like, I'm having a time. Oh, no, but I think right. it's important to find your voice. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, right. People don't follow me for horror because I wouldn't get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I see people saying, oh, watch your reviews on Morbius. Even in my tweets, <laughs> I said <laughs> myself. I never will speak for other people to see a movie. <laughs> I will be like, this is what I thought of the movie, and yeah. this is what I felt about the movie. Also, my biggest like positive review was how fast the movie was. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. It moved. It moved. Yeah. It I, 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 like I like that I kind of laughed. You know, there were some mm -hmm. moments in it where I was like, that's kind of fun. That's, <laughs> you know, what's the physics there? That's cool. Mm -hmm. I'm so connected, Morbius, because I did so much press for it with Sony, but I will oh. honestly tell you, it's been, it's been months. I have no, they're not paying me to say this, I went in wanting a 90s vampire movie. Yeah. I got it. Did yeah. you? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get my 90s. Oh, I, my I walked 90s. in and I was like, I felt like I went to Blockbuster and they, did, they were out of the DVD, so I got a VHS. I literally yeah. felt like I was like, I'm going to go put this in a rewinder. Well, now it's Blockbuster if we're talking 90s. That's true. So, there you go. But like, that's the vibe. Like, yeah. I wanted, I got it. Yeah. 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 And to everyone who's negatively reviewing Thor 11 Thunder, like the critics, it's, a, yeah. it's sitting at a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, something like that right now. I thought in our meeting this morning it's at like 67. Oh, so it's going down. Well, here's what we can think. I think that the critics who don't like this movie were probably struck by lightning themselves. That's why they don't ah, like this movie, and they're just putting that on. They fear the love the, and the thunder. They yeah. fear it, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's important to find your context. And I also think, like, you know, there's going to be people that watch this later in mm -hmm. the non-live chat. Live chat's great. We love you. But the people that comment later at home, they're like, what's the point of talking about movies if you love everything? Like, this is what I always get. Or, like, yeah. why just talk about it? Then there's no context. Or how can I trust? Then don't. There's but also, more like, to it. I get two hours of happiness every time I enjoy a movie. You get two hours of being upset. I think I won. Like, yeah. every time I leave a movie happy, I had a better day than you finding flaws. So I'm going to keep living. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's, it's more so like, okay, I liked something, I didn't like something. Why? You know? Mm -hmm. There's usually things, you know, part of any piece of art that you're going to appreciate and maybe you won't like as much. So delve more into it. Plus, we're all online. We all do this. We know too well how there's always going to be people that love something, that hate something now. And so I know we're all very, very aware of this. So just going into anything, I don't really listen to the haters. I don't always, you know, listen to all the people that are praising it super hard. I go and I see for myself. Yeah, there's no reason to yuck anyone's yum so yeah. publicly and like to dissuade no, people. Yeah, people yuck love your doing yum that. Freaking artichoke into a damn movie theater. <laughs> a little balsamic, a little dipping action. Take your time. <laughs> like a good journey. Or Death Note. My problem with live action animes is deep in something else that we can talk about offline on Twitter if you guys want to. All right. um, I have a lot of quarrels with is live action. Is that handwritten? What's offline Twitter like? Uh, oh, yeah. is it, <laughs> I'm mailing my carrier pigeons <laughs> back yeah. and forth. 280 characters like, handwritten. Ghost in a shell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 
like a feather. And oh, like let me count the ways. I actually prick my finger and I just Death no. You're so angry. Yeah, there it is. I'm so angry. I use my own blood to write you a letter. Guys, that our discussion for that was just a quick brief thing about because I know a lot of people are seeing it. They're they're talking about it, and we just want to make sure that you're watching stuff and enjoying it and not. Taking everyone too seriously, you know? Nah, nah, nah. And if you don't mm. like it, that's cool too. But like, don't make other people's experience lesser. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Corey had the best James Cameron rant, uh, followed by me, which I am very surprised. Is it because <laughs> ghosts scare the poop out of you? Because <laughs> ghosts scare you out too? Does Tiger forget about Padme make you worried about his Star Wars project? Great poll. 55% of you guys said not at all because he's great and he's going to still make a great product. Have you seen all of uh, Star Wars Rebels? 67% of you guys said no. Uh, maybe we should all catch up together. Um, which project are you most excited for with Stranger Things? Uh, with Stranger Things, you guys said Stranger Things spinoff, which I agree. I agree. And let's get to our chats, our super chats. Um, <laughs> Paige Menti said, let mandatory fun begin and curse away. We did. <laughs> yeah. We sure fucking did. Uh, Chrissy says, Koi, which I assume is Koi. Uh, I just finished the 2014 Ellis. Can you read that? I can't even read it. Uh, the Ellis Shalvey run of Moon Knight. What's your favorite run of Moon Knight? I'm an Egypt oh, an Egyptology nerd, so this series is like crack to me. Also, hi, Jess. Uh, I love the Shelby run. I'm a big fan of the Ellis run as well. Uh, the one you're describing, the Ellis Shelby run, is probably my second favorite run to the Bendis run. Uh, but there's also a run in the early 2000s uh, illustrated by Finch that is visually my most Moon Knight. So I think heart-wise, the one you're talking about, Ellis Shelby, uh, visually Finch, and as far as like what I think is the most approachable Bendis are my top three. There you go. Here for the cookies. Um, Chrissy, I'm not going to take offense that you didn't ask me. Here for the cookies. <laughs> I'm joking. Chrissy, I'm joking. Chrissy, it's a, it's a joke. You got it. Uh, here for the cookies said, it could never be made now, but blazing, oh my gosh. Here for cookies, we need to talk. We need to talk. Um, <laughs> uh, it disappeared. Uh, but Blazing Saddles still does an amazing job holding a mirror to society, plus the back and forth between Cleavon Little and Gene Wilder is great. Uh, Blazing Saddles was one of the first um, Mel Brooks films I saw, mm -hmm. and it does not stand today. It's very problematic. <laughs> but it is in that nature of a mirror to society and talking about, I think it's just so Force front and also by Mel Brooks that it's like oh this is very offensive and it is yeah. Yeah. it is um, it's the reason I have a where the white woman at tattoo on my back do you what no, I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the silence the <laughs> that settled in this room I rarely ask for a gift to be made but if you can make a do you if I believe to such a level I also saw it like over your shoulders like I picked the whole thing just right here just just like, yeah. the shock in my eyes I went Eric Awusu I said Eric Awusu oh man um, uh, who we got here? Azela Rivera. I hate you. Did the two clandestine females die or what? I assume so, because one touched the touched the mist and just evaporated. Yeah. But I think unlike uh, Najma, they didn't get to give their powers to their offspring. Yes. Yeah. Does yep. that mean that Najma is like? Clearly, uh, much more higher. I too, I, and like she was the leader, so it felt like there was a hierarchy. Maybe, Maybe. she had like more power inherently. Maybe she got theirs, and then oh, know. and they projected all of yeah. it. Project, I don't know. She was yeah. also like, uh, even back in the day during the partition, it was clear that she was the leader. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. like I, she was oh, like yeah. Aisha, you got until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. and so that moment made me a little confused because the 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 black woman condestined like tried yeah. to go in, and it 
vaporized her, yeah. made her a skeleton, and then the the portal kept going. So what is what was it about Najima that exactly, she was like what, it killed her, but that her dying made it close, and she could send her powers off. That's what we're thinking is yeah. that she clearly has some An sort ability. of essence or ability to mm. make sure that like she could close it herself. Yeah, because even uh, Wachimakala was trying to close it with her powers, and it wasn't closing. Right. So mm. it was like you needed her to close it. She was a missing piece. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's going to be episode the last episode is like mm. we're going to find out what that was, or they could just leave it. and We find out later the Inhumans and stuff. Like they could just this would be a seed mm. of like what happened. There. Yeah. Um, who else we got? We got Archulo, Archulio, 76. Do you think the DODC has some agents working in secret for Hydra? Do we think Hydra's dead? Uh, I guess it, no, no one ever knows. I don't think, yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah. Hydra's gone. I mean, I, a corrupt government is always going to be doing some <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. There's yeah. not exactly a lot of regulations on January 6th events. So I think there's places mm -hmm. that things that keep running. So I do think that there are elements of Hydra we'll see pop back up. And in the comics, it pops back up a lot. So I think it'll be that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Shelby on Safari says, how if, oh my god, how slash if will the veil return? Or will the last episode focus just on the DODC? I need the veil to come back. I, I said a rogue theory where I was like, they broke open the veil where they did. Um, I said Karachi Station, but clearly it could be where they were, mm. um, which made it easier to go back and forth. But I want, I personally want more information on the veil than I do the DODC. But they could do the both. They could do the two. They could, the DODC could have more information on the veil yeah. and just yeah. call it quits after that. But I think a DODC is Palpatine. It's long game. And yeah, I think it does exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I don't think the veil's going to uh, be introduced in anything else. I don't think it's going to carry on. Whereas the DODC, I think, is just an underlying threat. So I think you're going to get both. Oh, mm. yeah. Give me both. Also, the Greg Smallwood run. How did I forget Greg Smallwood? Sorry. Smallwood is the Greg best. Greg Smallwood is. Have you read the Smallwood run? I read all of Moon Knight. That's why I came at Christy and said, Why didn't you ask me? I forgot one. it. I think Smallwood's my favorite. Smallwood's the best one. Smallwood's the greatest one. That was the one I kept holding on to for Moon Knight. I was like, It's all Smallwood's run. <laughs> um, and then I can't choose which one's my least favorite. Um, and also, I wouldn't say it on here. Um, so who we got? Uh, Neil Farrell. Farrell. Go read that for me. Uh, okay, uh, Neil Farrell Gamble says, has anybody else been under the assumption we've been viewing an alternate timeline since Endgame? Due to the events of No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness not originally being part of the sacred timeline. Oh. Mm. oh, that's fun. I like that. Oh, that's a good theory. Huh. Would that go with what we were saying? Kind it would exactly go with what we were saying. Because like, <laughs> it also allows for us to have Thor be so different. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. think about it, like the only OG we've got left really is Thor. Yeah. Black Widow's gone. Like you know, Iron Man's mm. gone. Cap's gone. And Thor completely is like you know he's gone through a walkabout of like existential crises. But that would allow for that to be an option of taking the character. I just would. Right. I, I would. I, would I be a little frustrated? A little bit. I would love them. It was all a dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be. Oh my gosh. Oh, that justification would make me be like, you guys, I gotta leave. I gotta go find Kevin Feige. Yeah. <laughs> and fight him. Go fight him. Yeah. Exactly. Just box. I'm gonna knock that. Boss. Snap back <laughs> off that little ball head. Kevin Feige is watching this like, mm, well, she mentioned my bar's no listed <laughs> on our. <laughs> yeah. That was my last time going to a premiere. Uh, who else we got? Ernest Esteban said, Speed Racer is still the best ever animated live Ooh. action adaptation ever. Let me get an amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Okay, I yeah. was enticed. I'm, I'm with that. I'm yeah. With that. Also, uh, well, I was going to say someone said in the chat, New York Oxar said in the chat, also explains Earth 616 and Earth 19999. So Earth 616 mm -hmm. is the comic book universe, but also they've been labeling that as the movie universe lately. Yeah. In the mm -hmm. beginning, they labeled it 1999. But if you go back and watch Third Dark World, which is the actual first mention of the multiverse, he's got mm -hmm. 616 universe written as where they are. Mm -hmm. So I got questions. Yeah. I got questions. I don't think, there is so much about mm -hmm. the timeline, but... <laughs> yeah, we completely <laughs> we straighten for you, Marvel. Mm -hmm. But I think there's some things that they're just like. It's not that they can, but they won't talk about again. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, no one's gonna ask questions, and it's like, yeah. we made a shark. We made it. What if is upside down <laughs> in the corner? But uh, yeah. look at our chart. If we look at Exhibit A, we got a chart. We got <laughs> a shirt. We got, <laughs> we got a, a Wutu water bottle that we can't stop acknowledging. <laughs> yeah, that we can't stop acknowledging. Oh, and also for our um, for our polls, do you think it was team missed or not? We got 57 saying not, not too, not too far. Um, when we'll be seeing Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, you guys said opening night, which I assume is Thursday. Right? Yeah. yeah, Thursday at uh, midnight. Yeah, yep, Thursday midnight. Yeah. If you're at, in LA, it'll be Thursday at like 4 p.m. Yep, yeah. that's where I'm gonna be. If you're in LA and you want to come see all four of them, I'm hosting all four at the El Cap for Nerdist, so I'm gonna be there at 6 a.m. Thor One, 8 a.m. Thor Dark World, 10:30 a.m. Ragnarok, and 1 p.m. Early, early, we're doing Love and Thunder. I'm hosting the whole marathon. Oh my Ooh. God, you guys, you get to see Koi in real life and throw artichokes at him. This is catch him in his teeth. Candle hurt. It's not can. Let it be soft, sweet, misted artichokes. Terrigen misted artichokes. A frozen artichoke. Put it in a put it in a pillowcase. Oh god! Just point pointy parts out. Just like ninja stars. Did I just get a sack of quartered with artichokes? That's how I feel about it. Do we got any other plugs we want to give the show before we gotta head off? Follow her on TikTok. She's got a great TikTok. Yeah. After me last time. Oh what? Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I do have that. I don't know. I'm always just throwing out skits and stuff, but I do have a cosplay um, that I'll be doing based off of Thor Ragnarok. So I'll probably post that up like in an hour. Nice. In 20 yeah, minutes. I don't know. In 20 minutes. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Soon, today. Perfect. What about uh, you, Eric? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Owusu Kid. Yeah, I tweet funny things. Oh, and, we're doing uh, handles? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 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 Jokes and Do comments it. and uh, my bleeding heart liberal takes on things. Yes. Okay, I go. Okay, I go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get this right. Let me straighten this one out. Okay, uh, A Tray or Angelica Tray on pretty much the, the platforms. Hi. <laughs> I like how you got prepared for that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, follow me at Lulu Clemens everywhere. Uh, watch the boys underground. Our finale will be this Friday. Um, I look for all of those details and. I don't give you warning stamps, but I should. Um, maybe on Twitter I'll tell you what scenes to turn away from because nobody wants to get see an eyeball get stabbed again. Make sure to catch all of the things that are coming out this weekend. Um, we, we have the Stranger Things breakdown coming today. We have the Thor Love and Thunder breakdown coming on Friday uh, and Saturday. Just make sure you get to watch everything because um, a lot is coming your way. And August is only going to get heavier with content with all the Star Wars stuff heading our way. I can't believe Boyfriend is this Friday. The like it's I happening know. right now. I'm, I'm not ready. Sad. Like I, It's I'm been really so sad. good. It's been like a 
nice oh two God. months of like consistent yeah. great entertainment. I'm so sad, but then we got the Lord of the Rings coming, and then we got Ooh, Game of Thrones, it. or not True. Game of Thrones, we got uh, House, of, uh, House of Dragon coming. Yeah, some fantasy, some good fantasy coming some down the pipeline. Fantasy. August yeah. is like really heavy with TV, so it's going to be like a lot of lot of here. A lot of after shows, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out tomorrow. I love you. 